0: For, for another four, four months and eight days.
1: Something like that.
0: See, I was listening.
1: First time ever. I like <laughs> This is Mike Anton, and Tom and Reggie and me and the hostess. <laughs> is the also me. Uh, <laughs> oh That's fair. I'm not. Yeah. You know, who am I? Did to, you ju- just assume I, my gender. No, I definitely did not, Tom. I was about to say who my is make that assumption. But we also have Miss Reggie on, joining us from uh, the official central part of Pennsylvania. Um. So what were we talking about right before we started? Oh, well, that's Washington right. Chuck that's right. We were talking about how I used to throw my Chuck T's on, hit the boardwalk in New Jersey with my little skateboard. Like, and I and I was saying, I had
2: two pairs of Chuck Tees. Mm-hmm. One for you know socializing, and one for the weight room, because like when you start getting real heavy and squat weight. Regular tennis shoes, it yeah, heals no, up higher. You need the flats. Yep, and it pushes you forward, so you need the flats.
1: Yeah. So, all right, here's my converse story, man. You remember back back when when converse and you may not remember this, I love I,
2: converse because I am
1: a little bit older. But at one point, converse shifted a little bit from the Chuck T's. Right. and they came out with some Larry Bird's and some Magic Johnson's, right? (laughs) I remember the Johnson's. So the Larry Bird's were green and white. Yep. Larry Johnson's were Magic Johnson were the the Laker colors. Which,
2: by the way, now this does not count as terrible Tuesdays with Tom, but Magic Johnson wasted a terrible porn name.
1: I don't know that he really did, dude, because if you check his body count, it's pretty high. That's fair. Um, for those of you that don't know what a body count, welcome to the club. I just see it on TikTok, so I drop that to sound like I'm hip. Um, with the hip hop,
2: to hop yeah. And you
1: yeah. Oh, I need a hip replacement. <laughs> um, so, my aunt Jerry, I went. I used to spend my summers with with my aunt Jerry, and my uncle Emery, in, in Jersey. So she decided she was going to take me to school shop. All right. So we go up to the little local. This, and this was back before, like, the mega stores. You know, you still. Whew, man, I'm dating myself here, Chelsea. I'm dating hmm. myself.
0: Um, Did you have to go to a mall? Like, no. In mall no. Reggie, no, mall
1: was our time. This yeah. is before mall. This
0: is back when, like,
1: you walked down Main Street and there were, like, shoe stores. I know, that, I know that in the the big bustling metropolis that Mercer was, there probably was not a shoe store. No, we had a shoe store, we had a train
2: station, and we had a movie theater. No way. Yes, sir. There was a train station? Yes, sir.
1: Where?
2: Right up by the Old County Jail, which is why there's that giant mural oh, painted
1: on the wow. side of the
2: Johnson building. That's cool. I didn't know that. And where the mercantile is. Right, Reg? Is that
1: where the theater was?
0: Yeah, I think the mercantile
1: was it. Yeah. R.I.P. The mercantile. Right? Closed down. Petty Candy was shit. Like it was shit. open for like a hundred years, and it finally just closed. Um, so my aunt was like, oh, I'm going to take you. shoe shopping First school, back to school, you know, because, you know, that I... My aunt and uncle—they really took care of me in the summer, uh, even through college. Like, hey, because uh, my cousin Nicole was the same age as me, and our spring breaks always lined up. Wouldn't What school did
2: she go to? Did she go to The <coughs> Rock too? No, okay. no, 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 no. Oh well, that—that's—that's that's basically. How you, you don't have to divulge she, her information. She was but. like Reggie. She was too good for The
1: Rock. All right, she went to a school outside of Philly called Widener. Now, it would have been like a nine-hour ride for her to go to the Rock, so I get it. Right. People make bad decisions every day. Um, But so she went to this school called Widener in Chester. Um, It was a little too close for me because my uncle tried to get me to go there so that I could... It would make sense right We could be roommates, you know. Me being, you know, the upstanding citizen I am, I would keep my cousin out of trouble.
2: So they didn't really know
1: you. That, that's probably fair. <laughs> um, so um, our spring breaks were always the same. So like that, my aunt would call me and be like, hey, we're going to London. You want to go? <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, we're <clears> going <throat> to Scotland. You
2: want to go? Uh, yeah? Which time out? Reggie? Yeah. Do you happen to know what the national animal of Scotland is? Uh, it's a Dupuis. No, sir. That's yeah. Canadians.
0: Karen Terrier.
1: Nope. Unicorn. That's fair. But do you know that there's a Dupuis buried in a Fancy-ass whatever-the-hell-they're called. Margie Liam? That's it. In the Edinburgh Castle. Because we saved Scotland before we got kicked out of France. Hey, I'll run with it. All I know is it said it, and it spells his name just like mine. And then we went to Canada. Thank God.
2: Um, or does Michael be talking like this, like a we laugh last- Yeah, then might really
1: talk funny. So, um, anyway, I don't even remember where I was going with this conversation. Hey, you want to go to London? Yeah, you want to oh, yeah, go to yeah. yeah. And, hey, if you want to go to St. Thomas? So, like, you know, I live, I lived the life. But my favorite story is when we went to London, Reg. I actually mm-hmm. went into the Doc Martin official store. Got a pair of boots, and I've passed them on now to my oldest, and they look like they're freaking brand new, man. So, what do you need, girl? Huh? A piece of jerky. You want some more? You're freaking spoiled, lady. <laughs> um, but they well, freaking <laughs> held up, man. I, oh, I mean, yeah. and you know the whole U.S. conversion rate or whatever. It was it was it was tough for me to spend. I got talked into it by my cousin. Um, but man, that was like let's see, I started college at this date, so it would have been like nineteen ninety-six. I know you two were still in like fourth grade. Um Fifth and ninety-six. Yeah. So but like my oldest is now wearing them and they look like they're fucking brown now. I gave my oldest a pair of boots and they're already destroyed. Well, that's what he did with his Timbs. I almost fucking murdered him. I can, I can, I can see that. He For Christmas, the one year, all he wanted was Timberlands. Alright, dude, I'll fucking take it on the chin and buy you some fucking Timberlands because I know they're not coming from the other side. Alright. And, uh, yeah, 180 bucks. And he comes walking in the house one day. And I looked at his feet and I said, what the fuck? He goes, oh, he's running through the woods. I said, yo, dude. These are not That's running- Walmart the boots, bed. not cams. These, these are not running through the wood <laughs> kind of boots. Like- Those are running through the hood kind of boots. They're not even that. They're walking. You don't even walk fast in them. Because you don't want to yes. scuff them. Jackass. Oh, well. We're not here to talk about Shaggy. So, or Jimbo. Or Jimbo. Or, or the freaking IT guy that always points out that we're wrong. Um, so, it was kind of interesting. Tom sent me a message today and said, hey, you know, you, you announced we were talking about the vampire means
2: vampire, not the vampires. Right.
1: And I said, Yeah, right. And he goes, Um, there's really three different solid ones to talk about. And I said, Oh, shit. Let me check my Google search history and get back to you. And then I said, Yeah, we're talking about the Carter brothers. And then I was like, wait a minute. Let's talk about all three. Because all three are different. So, um, you know, I mean, look, everybody's fascinated with the whole vampire world. Right now, even though even though I'm going to say the vampires in, like, Twilight, they're freaking soft. They're not even real vampires, right? They're not. <laughs> no, but, um... Nefertari. That's a
0: good one. He's a legend. Yeah. How
1: about how about the Lost Boys, dude? Oh I, yeah. I really feel like that movie just gets forgotten. Or how about before
2: he went psycho asshole for the third one,
1: Blade? Oh that one, yeah, I mean absolutely. Blade. Blade kind of saved that whole film franchise. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Blade.
2: Was, Marvel. Marvel. Blade saved the Marvel franchise. There's no doubt about it. Mr. West the Snipes. Yeah, but then he just went.
1: And well, and then he stopped
2: paying his taxes and. Not. And like they had to use stunt doubles and digital, like put his face digitally on uh, the stunt doubles because right. he didn't he didn't feel he needed, show up. He, yeah. he didn't feel he needed to film that scene because it wasn't yeah. important. Um. But ever, um, by the way, everybody. if you are with Wesley Snipes LLC, yeah, please yeah. do not sue us. We are too yeah. small. If and also, come.
1: and also, if you're connected with or whatever your name is, Snipes, please don't come to my and drink, and kick our ass because you know more martial arts than we do. <laughs> no, he knows more martial arts than we can pronounce. Mm-hmm. He's he's more of a martial artist than that douchebag Stephen Stigall is.
2: Okay. Mm. Even, no, 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 no. No, no. Steven, uh, like, Steven Seagal.
1: He's a fucking phone. But also, like if you're connected gospel? to Steven Seagal, please don't come here because you could probably still kick our ass with your fake shit. Don't shake your head, anyway. Chelsea.
2: Yes. Um. Steven Seagal has been exposed for being a triple black belt in Bushido. Yes. Has. Yes. Which, yeah.
1: Oh, look, we could do a fucking what podcast on that guy. We'd have to do three for all the bullshit that's wrapped up in that. Not
2: even just his fake Martin, but dude
1: is a legit piece of shit in real life. Oh, yeah. Horrible actor. Even worse at karate or whatever the fuck. Bushido or whatever. Um... But he's a thousand times worse as a human. But anyways, I digress. Back to vampires, man. I feel like as a as a society, we're like. I mean, I don't know. Like, do they exist? Are they real? Could they have ever? Is it even possible? I mean, here's how I think about it. As at this point in
2: time, you can't tell me that these creatures are impossible. Look,
1: all I know is... Th- there's just too much shit in history that... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, the one guy we're going to talk about was supposedly like Christ. I walked into it and said, yeah, this is bullshit, and then I started reading everything, and I'm like, oh, shit. Right? So... Reg, I got to tell you, I did baseball practice the other day. Mm-hmm. Great transition, my great well, this, transition. This, this ties into the vampire shit. So, I was at baseball practice. You know, kids are we split the team up because we were trying to run only with like ten kids. The, you know, maximize playing time and at-bats and reps and everything like that because, you know, it's it's a 12- to 14-year-old league. It's high school kids. They're soon-to-be high school kids. You want to get them as many reps as you can. So the IT guy is actually pitching
2: <laughs> at this point.
1: Right. The IT guy went to the mound after a two-year break. Whoops. Nothing to see here. Um, he was a little rusty. Which is understandable after two yeah. years. Yeah. A little ring on you. Um, my, one, my one buddy who I used to work with like back in the freaking day, his kid's on the team. He sends me a message and says, yo, you're coaching this team? And I said, yeah, man. They made me come out of retirement to coach, to help out. I'm like the third wheel. I try, I'm, you know, my whole thing is like, I'm not really going to participate too much. Yeah, that didn't Yeah, happen. that doesn't work. Um, which is fine. Um, so, his kid's at back. Doesn't the IT guy throw a fucking pitch that pegs his kid in the middle of the back? I uh, go, Jesus. IT guy, what the hell are you doing, man? You're 14. You should you should not be pegging kids. That's especially crazy. with how
2: accurate he is.
1: Right, and how hard he throws. <clears throat> and I said, what the hell was that? And he goes... Uh, I was trying to throw my slip pitch, and it came out of my hand wrong. I tried to tell him to move,
0: and I was like, damn.
1: So anyway, so then my buddy Matt, his kid gets up, and the three coaches are out in the outfield because, you know, we're running thin, and damn if he doesn't poke a ball. He hit it, and as soon as he hit it, I was like, oh shit, that's over my head. So I turned to start running, Reg. Make it about 10 steps and went head over heels.
0: Ugh.
1: I couldn't keep up with my feet.
0: No,
1: and uh, so I'm laying on the ground. Might get a little top-heavy while running is what yeah, you're losing I mean, to. I mean, it happens. You get a little fat. You get a little old. You get a little fat. Shit doesn't move We're like there. it's supposed to.
0: Listen, I don't know if that's if that's a thing, but I have definitely done that while playing basketball in high school. And like, you just lose your, like sometimes the top half of you, is just going faster than the bottom half and then... Oh, you're leaning
1: hard to get that extra nose up? Listen, yeah. I'm telling you right now, you two are younger than me. When I hit 45, my athletic ability like was cut in half. Two years ago, I would have snagged that ball.
0: Listen, uh, I broke a rib rolling over. Yeah. So.
1: I, fuck your old Reggie. Thank you for making <laughs> me feel better, Reg. Um, I at least tripped like on like the high grass in the outfield. Um, or his other foot, or yeah. I, or, yeah, I'm going to blame it on the fucking bad knee. He got Ste- that trick? Yeah, he stepped in a ditch and that was the end of that. But, back to the vampire thing, you'll notice here, right here, Tom, I had a little cut, right? Uh-huh. It was gushing blood. No band-aids. When you're on the field, what's the
2: quickest thing to do? Yes, sir. Suck
1: that up. I know so, exactly what you're getting yep. started licking the blood. Man, I was recharged, dude. I was like, all right, hit one out of here now. And then the IT guy struck everybody else out because he figured his issue out. <laughs> um, you know, that's actually not surprising. No. No, once, when, when he's zeroed in and he's on, he doesn't get hit much. Um, and when he does, it's pop-ups and ground balls. So, But he hates pitching. Yeah. Hates it. Just like, just like Shaggy, Shaggy threw upper 80s, and the coach had a big cannon, and the coaches would have to beg him to pitch. Come on, dude, we have like no one left. But in Shaggy's defense, he was the catcher, so the catcher stole the ball more than anybody else on the field, right? And that if you're going to take him from catching and now make him pitch, it's not good on the arm.
2: Specifically on that elbow with that yeah. way,
1: Right, with the way he throws. Um, oh, damn, Hart yeah. was doing his work. Yeah, doing his motion, god damn. So, um, but anyways, so, I, I had a little bit of that fresh, fresh Canadian blood. I was ready to be a vampire, man.
2: That's why Canadians are so good at hockey. Their blood is dope.
1: Yeah. And it's sweet. <laughs> We have sweet blood, man. I'm telling you right now.
2: So, are you saying we need to do an episode down the road about Canadian vampires?
1: We didn't have any vampires. It's too cold up there. I'm fairly certain you did.
0: Have Sasquatch?
1: Way too cold in campfires.
2: That's a, not, not the '80s vampires because the '80s vampires were tough enough. to Yeah, that's fair. Like that.
1: That's fair. There probably was somebody back then, but anymore, these little vampires
0: that run out and they can and step on the sun and they're
1: sparkly and shiny, like you know, hashtag Don't Sue Us, uh, Edward and whatever the fuck, Edward Jacob and Bella and Jacob, whatever you're from, right? Jacob? Am I right? Yes. Yeah, he was the werewolf. I I mean Twilight. hashtag Don't sue us if you're anywhere connected with Twilight. Although,
2: right after the Twilight series, Taylor Lautner, who was who who played the werewolf, he played an action movie where. Yes, uh, that movie was awesome. Where it was like shot and based in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and it was pretty. bad.
1: I can't remember the name of it, but it was pretty no, badass. It'll, it'll come to me at some point. But yeah, that was badass. He was like doing like parkour and flying through like little holes. That was. I was like, dude, if people can forget that you were a werewolf, you might have a future. But they didn't, and he didn't. No, they forgot that he was friends with sparkly people.
0: Well, he went, I think he went to University of Pittsburgh. Oh, uh, did he? I think so. I think it was his, like, college of choice. I was to, I don't, I was to... I'm not, I'm
1: just going to send him a picture of me and you. Well... I guess we can't judge him for having a bad taste, right, Reg? Me? I mean, there's only two colleges in Pennsylvania to count. I mean, there's... The Rock and areas. Edinburgh? The Rock and, and Westchester. Edinburgh. Oh,
2: Westchester, okay. I was hoping you were going to Where, say Penn State.
0: Westchester?
2: Over by Philly. Damn,
0: no, right. I, am, I didn't realize that they... Did they have a college?
1: They have a university? Yeah. yeah. There we go. Wow, Reggie. I'm a, I'm a little insulted that you. you thought I was going to say Penn State was number two.
2: Oh, Penn State is number two.
1: Shit.
0: Where's now, if you, if you are associated she with Penn State, that, that. that is just a joke against Reggie, yeah. not against the Penn State pass, organization. Hashtag,
1: if you're one of the 427 million Penn State alumni out there, please do not unfollow our page Tom was making fun of Reggie you, not Penn State if you've listened to this podcast you know that Tom has a track record for alienating large groups of people <laughs> he, he already insulted New Jersey then he followed it up the next week with New York took a couple We're weeks off week. and now he's attacked the 427 million Penn State alumni out in the world
0: there's, there are probably more Penn State alumni than people who live in New Jersey. That might be
1: accurate, Reg.
0: Let me let me fact check that.
1: That's just most
0: I'm gonna I don't know about New Jersey, but at least
1: more people than that live in Delaware. So alright. We're like Way off task here. Wait, I have to work with him. I have to work. Oh, I'm just waving at him. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hold on. Little little love issue of some sort. Whoo! Thank God, Mike from Mike has a drink. Doesn't have to deal with this nonsense. Yes,
0: you will one day.
1: No, I really won't. You can't stay alone in your whole life. Uh, does I just waved at You can watch the soon video. As soon as there's drama, listen. As soon as there's drama, I'm out
0: should have
1: waved together. I don't deal with drama.
2: You tried to take my take the phone from me, so I, I had to do what I, I did. I just waved at him. Some dude that she works with messaged her flirting on her, so I took a video of myself waving at him.
1: Yeah. Listen, Mike from Mike Has a Drink, I'm a one-man show. Someone <laughs> else, Hi, you're, you're chatting with somebody else, I'm out. Time to move on. You have to have friends now. I don't care about friends.
2: Yeah, but not friends that want to fuck you. Yeah. He never said
1: he wanted
2: to fuck me. No, he didn't have no, to. No, he didn't. Listen.
0: Listen. Are, are, we, are we cutting this out of the podcast?
1: <laughs> we, right? Oh, yeah, um. Hey, look. We still got plenty of time because yeah. we're paying subscribers. Listen. If the guy is sending you messages... Is no. it, his intentions are not to be friends so well okay then turn it around if a girl is sending messages then their intention isn't to be friends cause he chats with plenty of girls no no if a girl is sending you messages she just feels sorry for you
0: this is sexist yeah it's also true though no it's true. Is, no, sexist no. So he can chat with girls all fucking day, but one guy sends me a message? Whoa,
2: whoa, who's chatting with girls all day?
1: you chat with multiple girls. What the fuck is this? The pizza dish. Do or- I
0: count? <laughs> you do. I don't think I should count. Don't
1: dump it in my... i dying. Alright, need this needs
0: to restart.
1: Is We're just going to move on. Not restarting.
0: We got. It's
1: fucking delicious. All right, people, send us a message if Mike has a drink, or email us at gmail.com and let us know if uh, Chelsea and and uh, Reggie are right, or if, if Mike and Tom are right, like normal. But we're gonna get back to the
0: vampires. What was that again? Mike has a drink. Ow! Ow, but you not shit thrown at us. At gmail.com.
1: That's right. You send us a message, Reg. And then
0: you're gonna <laughs> have
1: to respond.
0: I don't have access to the email, so
1: Oh. Neither do why? so it's okay. Well look, you're gonna you're gonna get a response and it's gonna be signed Reggie. <laughs> So let's talk about, um, let's talk about Monte St. Germain. No, no, I don't want to go there yet. I'm going to go with the guys that I have the least amount of information on. Oh, the Carter Brothers? Yes. yes. So let's go to 1932.
2: I actually have two pages on the Carter Brothers. I don't. Um, good.
1: I'm glad you found more than I did. First time ever. Hashtag. Um. So 1932, let me set the scene, right? Great Depression. Ten years prior, New Orleans, New Orleans is booming.
2: Booming. It was Boom. called, it, that's when it earned the nickname the Big Easy yes. because work was so easy yes. to
1: find for anybody. Yep. You could do whatever it was, whether you were a cook, a musician, you worked on the docks, there was work stock market crashes, we go into the Great Depression.
2: Unfortunately, New Orleans actually does, on a side note, remain the second richest city in America.
1: Even still. Yes.
2: During the Depression. Followed by, well, New York was number one. Yeah. And then New Orleans was number two.
1: And please don't say anything negative about New York because they finally started listening. I wasn't gonna. Just warning. Um, so
0: 1932,
1: middle of the day, this poor girl, who's disheveled, tattered clothing, stumbles out of um, stumbles out of a house on Royal Street,
2: um, corner of Saint Anne and Royal. Yes, uh, 622. Yes. Uh, Saint Anne is the actual address,
1: which is still
2: there. It's Still there, still standing, and still lived in by people,
1: which is creepy as fuck. Um, look, I don't, I don't do supernatural well. Haunted shit, I can't do it. It's because I'm Canadian, probably. We don't have a lot of hauntings up there. It's too cold. Yeah, but you got yetis. Yeah, but they don't haunt people, they just eat them. That's fair. Right. right? I mean that's different. You don't hear anybody coming back and haunting people because they got eaten by a yeti. For the most part, you get eaten by a yeti, you're pretty fucking happy that you're no longer walking around in a fucking blizzard. You're like,
2: oh mercy. You know, that reminds me of that video I sent you a while ago Yeah, about Canada being the best place to live and the Canadian going, get
1: fucked. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. Um, So just in case this is the first time you've ever listened to the podcast, it's a shit show. Um, But that's our charm. We are the worst podcast ever. Thank you to our four hundred and twenty six followers. Boom. We appreciate you. Shout out to our boys at Cyclystick. We will see you September 10th. We're still trying to figure out what we're gonna how we're gonna give away Reggie's ticket because it's opening day at Penn State. Um, but So back to 1932. Girl comes out. Stumbles down the street, finds a police officer, tells her this crazy story, tells him this crazy story about how she's been locked in a basement, and these two guys have been coming in at night, drinking their blood, drinking their blood. Right. cop says, you're freaking absolutely out of your mind. There's no way. Well she was persistent. And the cops finally said, Alright, I'll screw right. you. Just just so just to shut you away. up, kid. We'll go. Because she was a youngster. So they take him back to the house on Royal Street. And uh No she Um they go into the basement of this house, Reg
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they find four other people tied to chairs with bandages around the wrists. Like half dead, at least half dead. Right. Can can you be half dead? What was what was that one what was that one movie? Um Princess Bride. Oh, he's only mostly dead. Yeah, mostly dead. They were mostly dead. Um, And so they're talking to these people, and they find out that the two Carter brothers, John and Wayne, John and Wayne Carter, would come in later in the evening, once it got dark, would unwrap all their wrists, recut the wounds... And drink all their blood. Right. And then rebandage bandage them up, leave the house when it was dark, still, in the morning, and repeat the cycle. To go work at the fish docks. Yes. <clears throat> so, the cops are like, holy hell, this is like a room of horrors.
2: So, they, um, they take their ten biggest and meanest officers and set up a trap for the Carter brothers. Now, what happens next, i found conflicting reports on, but the um, general consensus is that these two guys, who are no taller than 5'6", and weigh no more than 160 pounds, beat the shit out of these 10 cops and knocked four of them out, jumped off the second-store balcony, and took off at a, quote, a pace that was a feat impossible for the average man according to the police officer statement Yeah. I mean, I now, just, now, uh, now here's the, the thing, thing is is if you've ever been in a scrap or you know uh, uh, okay we'll say if you've ever been in more than a few scraps you know that you would rather fight a big dude than a little dude yes um, big dudes fight till they're tired Little dudes fight till they're dead. Yeah, little dudes don't get tired now. No. And so that could possibly be what happened with that, but the whole jumping off the second store and then running extremely fast I've got no logic for
0: it. I mean that's fair. So like one of the things in like all, all of the stories we're gonna not drink blood like ever. It's really nice. It's not good for you. Sorry. And there were like so many epidemics going on in New Orleans mm-hmm. that like drinking blood, like you want to talk about bloodborne pathogens and like just spreading disease, like. Yeah. Oh, that's so
2: gross. <laughs> you, you know. You you the out this thing out this. <laughs> oh, sorry, Reggie. Go ahead.
0: Well, like blood, like blood has like hot, like exposed blood, like when it's like like they had their wrists like wrapped and everything, like bacteria would have gotten into those wounds oh, yes. and like created yes. infection, and then like going and like drinking the blood. Like, they were basically giving themselves, like, bacterial infections and, like, slowly killing themselves.
1: Right. Oh, you know what, though? Like, if you're a vampire, though, do you really care? Well, see, here's the thing I is. I mean,
0: that's probably why they all looked like vampires in movies, like, look like death. Yeah, they were all walking like around with, like, dying. dying.
2: Well, well, Reggie, you know, vampires have to drink blood to get vitamin D because they can't be in the sunlight. But you never thought of that, did you?
0: I um, did. I like project to well, the sun.
1: Well, well, way to ruin my joke, Randy. Hashtag Vampire Lives Matter.
2: Boom. Which what? is exactly what the New Orleans um, Association of Vampires. Oh, dude,
1: we'll get to them.
2: We'll get to, to the Nova. Talk
1: about interesting,
2: right? Okay, um, so but these these Carter brothers were. Stupid as hell. Yeah. Because after beating these cops up and escaping, they showed up to work the next morning. Yeah. Which like nothing happened. And which they, the, uh, uh, you know, not exactly a building on a dock, but uh, basically like the lean to yeah. that they were in got surrounded
1: and then they went. Uh, shit, alright. Yeah, alright, we're not getting out of this one. But, like, ten years prior, before the Great Depression, like, and that's the thing, there's no numbers on these two characters as to how long this was going on. Yeah, because, well, um, the one report I found
2: um, said that they found 15 additional bodies in
1: another room. Right. So now you're up to almost 20. Um, but I just want to pay hey, out one of the survivors
2: did you read about Felipe?
0: Nope.
2: Alright, lady. One of the survivors okay Felipe actually believed himself to turn into a vampire. His you know, he went on a bloodthirsty uh, spree drinking the blood of at least 32 victims after being freed from the Carter brothers house holy cow a few years later his personal diary was found in a house on Bourbon Street which day to day described his descent to madness including raised dreams of blood and then this, this gentleman just completely disappears from go New Orleans down. in 1949 and go that's the down. last record anybody has of him
1: Lady, go lay down which is insane so I just want to point out that during this period one of the greatest sandwiches ever known to man was invented the po' boy oh the po' boy Greatest sandwich ever. If you hey, listen, if you ever, 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 ever get a chance to go to New Orleans, because it just tastes different down there. You either need to get a po' boy or you need to get a muffalada. And I'm sure I didn't say that right because it oh. doesn't does not translate well okay, to Canadian.
2: I'm not a seafood dude at <laughs> all. But let me tell you what. I will murder some knowledge,
1: Jambalaya. Yo, yeah, that's... I mean, it, it's a place. It's a place to go. I was down there one time, stumbled down some side alley. Pissed off a Voodoo Queen, which explains a lot. Yeah, which explains why my hair fell out, because back, back when, before I pissed her off, I looked like Fabio. Long hair, down past broken, my shoulders. Broken nose Fabio, not... Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Not pretty Fabio. So, Fabio. I look like phobio. And, uh... I stumbled down some side alley because I remember walking around seeing a sign for, like, $2. 32-ounce beers, right? Compared to, like, right on the main drag... On Burger Street, you're paying 5 bucks for a uh, 7-ounce beer. For a mini, yeah. So I was like, I know it's around here somewhere, and I rolled into some Cuban joint. And it was 2 bucks for 32-ounce beers, and I had the greatest Cuban food I've ever had in my life. Now, I've never been to Cuba, but in my head, I was there. I went back a couple years later, and for the life of me, could not find that place. Well, here's the thing,
2: though. Did you get as drunk that time as you were the first time? Because there have been studies about that, you know, with the drunk recollection.
1: Probably not, man. Because when I went there, the first time was right after Katrina. So they were, like, begging for people, right?
2: Right after Katrina, that's when I was in Houston welding on a steel roof. Yeah.
1: So um, I I went there... And it was like, you, they were begging people to come in, and it was like four for one. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. So, I no cover charge, greatest bands in the world. I had no idea. And I walked in, and I said, oh, I'll take a beer. I'm like, all right, five bucks. And the next thing I knew, there was a fucking bucket put in front of me with four other beers in it. I said, I only ordered one. I know but it's buy one get it for free and I went oh shit <laughs> so I drank that. Oh, a Mike has
2: a drink bar yeah.
1: that's, that's a Mike has a drink and two minutes in they forget what they're talking about kind of deal so kind of like tonight like tonight because we were drinking, uh, shout out the Voodoo. We were
2: drinking some Ricky Spanish, which is nine point three percent ABV. No. Oh yeah, Reg.
1: We we definitely are feeling it tonight. Um, oh, dude, I like got sediment in this stout. It happens, dude. I, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. The, uh, look, it's COVID beer, man. My my Voodoo hookup is from COVID. So. Shit settles. Get over it, because that's the only beer of the thirty-six cases so far that we've drank of that mystery was beers that look like that. And you know, what? I'm not, I'm not hating on it. I, I dig it. It's good shit. Um, I don't even know where we're going with that. Um. So anyways, shout out to the Poe Boys. Let's, Let's jump back now. Because I'm telling you right now, Tom, if I would have ever thought vampires existed, this next one would make me think that it's possible.
2: Now, are we talking about... Well, hold on. Let me go back to the Carter brothers, all right? Um... There are two different reports about what happens to their bodies. (laughs) Okay? But the bottom line of both reports is that the bodies are gone. Yeah, they disappeared. The first report I read was that the townspeople demanded they be exhumed and be examined to find out if there was anything internally wrong with them to make them want to drink blood. But the other... Majority report was that um, when a younger Carter relative had passed away, they opened the family mausoleum and the brothers' bodies were gone. So either way, the bodies weren't there.
1: I mean, either way, maybe they were vampires, (laughs) but this next motherfucker. Definitely was. He's a fucking vampire. I'm telling you right now.
2: Well, one more thing about the Carter Brothers because
1: <clears throat> um,
2: it's said that they return to New Orleans every year around Mardi Gras time and pick off tourists. So
1: if any of your friends have gone missing
2: and um, like people like I, like we were talking about earlier, the house is available for rent. Yeah. So many leases have been broken because of paranormal activities. <laughs> And the number one thing seen by people is the brothers standing on the balcony, you know, bullshitting, and then as soon as they're noticed, they jump and run away again. Uh, we're going to file that under, no thank you. We're going to follow that under, Tom's going to sit in front of that window eating popcorn waiting. And Mike's going to be at
1: a hotel like three blocks <laughs> down. Oh, uh, Don't worry, Mike, because when they start chasing me... That's where I'm running, my brother. No, no. <laughs> I'm not telling you what room I'm in. <laughs> I'm going to give you a fake hotel. Yeah. So, um, let's talk about this next guy, man. Conte St. Germain. Yeah, dude. Listen, they they have on record that this dude lived from 1710 1784 right right and if that's if, if that's what it is how are there reported sightings of this guy in the 70s in 1970
2: yep it's also said believed there are reports of this same very smart very um, articulate cool, articulate beautiful gentleman yeah. who matches the description perfectly, at the time of
1: Christ. Yeah. I mean, there's sightings of this, dude. All through history. Yeah. So... Um, you know,
2: French historian Voltaire, King Louis the Fifteenth,
1: and my uh, hero,
2: Casanova, yes, that Casanova, all Clinton. know him. Yeah. And Voltaire said he, quote, he is a man that knows everything, and who never dies. Yeah, which is crazy.
0: He dies and knows everything.
1: Yeah. So, um, I'm I'm at this point in the evening. I'm starting to struggle to read my notes, um, because I didn't put them on the computer where they are more easily read. Well, you know, um,
2: here's the thing: is he was a very brilliant alchemist. Mm-hmm. Like, and he was actually one. That was reported to Proven to
1: grow diamonds from rocks. Yes, diamonds, proven proven that he made gold from metal, and gems from just random stones, right? And he's trained a bunch of alchemists then that served... Including one who served under Marie Antoinette. Yes.
2: Now, this was uh, a few years after his 1784 quote-unquote death. Yes. And as the guillotine, you know, is about to come down, he's screaming, you know, basically, holy shit, there's Germaine. And
1: he's standing right there. Um. So they describe this guy as he never seems to age. His it, eyes pierce your soul, man. And right? he, he has impossible
2: details mm-hmm. about things that have happened. Yes.
1: He knows stuff, like, from a first-hand experience that he should not know. Right. But, like, the thing that stuck out to me was this guy's eyes, man. Pierces your soul. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't forget that. You see somebody and your eyes lock and you feel it. You just don't forget it. And you feel that shiver in your spine? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that sticks with you. Um... But the crazy thing is between him and then when the name changes, right? They never eat. When he becomes Jacques Saint-Germain, right? They never eat. They're only thirsty. Yep, because upon his quote-unquote death
2: in 1784, shortly thereafter... A gentleman of the same the exact same description, exact same backstory, which Mike just said was Jacques Saint Germain. Um, you know, showed up in New Orleans, and yeah. then he was hosting a party one night with you know all the you know the upper echelon of New Orleans, and he convinced a woman to go out on the balcony. Yeah he tried to bite her, but she was able to get away. He did bite her. He did bite her, because when she hit the ground, she had uh, dribbles of blood coming from two puncture
1: wounds on her neck. Yeah. Crazy shit, right? So then they, again, like, what the hell's going on with the New Orleans cops, man? They just don't seem to believe shit. Um,
0: because it's normal,
1: awesome. they
2: probably. Freaking. That's true. Well, They probably are vampires too. Yeah. yeah
1: they could be connected. Hey, we gotta kinda we like, gotta protect our own here. Yeah, kind of like the originals. Like, just mind your own business. Right. Um. So they go into this guy's house, right? There's no freaking plates. There's no silverware. There's nothing. There's no food.
0: Nope.
1: Right? So now they're going, alright, what the hell is going on? The only thing they find is hundreds of bottles of wine. That... It looks like red wine, Tom. But what did it turn out to be? It was all definitely blood. Mm Mm-hmm. 90% of it was human blood. So now the cops say even just like just like with Madame saint marie Okay, we got problem. Right. We need to talk to the owner of the house. That fucker is nowhere to be found.
2: Right, he disappears. <clears throat> disappears. Boof, into the wind. Crazy. <clears throat> hey, you know what it's perfect time for right now, Mike? Tuesdays with time. Terrible Tuesdays with talk. All right, so, you know, Mike, I'm tired of people knocking on my door saying that I need to be saved or I'm going to burn. Stupid fireman. Oh. oh,
1: my God. Yes, I Rage, yes, yes. Rage, I to a laugh track for myself. Rage, Rage, please don't chuckle. Alright Tom, what else is the next one?
2: You know, I know a lot of masturbation jokes. They certainly come in handy.
1: You gotta hit us with the left track again. <laughs> no, no, I, I turned it off. Because that wouldn't that even hurt that wouldn't hurt ladies' ears, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, all right, so listen. I I've been going down some rabbit holes on TikTok.
2: And Mike has actually been sending me dad
1: jokes. Yes, I, uh, yeah, trying to help the help a brother out, man. <laughs> I'm trying to help a brother out. Yeah, but we can't lose our ethnic diversity with
2: the ones you send me.
1: <sighs> but the one was <laughs> okay. Yeah, I get you, lady. I get you. No more beef jerky. Sorry. I don't even remember them at this point. But a couple of them were kind of funny. Like the one guy said. The one was, did you hear about the guy whose coffee was stolen? Mm. He got mugged. Uh-huh. Yeah, Reg, how about that? I'm jumping in on Tuesdays with Tom! What, what? Boom, shakalaka! So, alright, so, yeah, so that guy was crazy, right? Made me think about vampires. So Tom sends me a message today and says, are we going to discuss the New Orleans Vampire Association? And I said, Tom, I don't know. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. (laughs) I'm going
2: to go ahead and let you field this one because that one seemed to excite you the most. Yeah.
1: He said, I think you should look into it and get back to me. So I start, like, doing a little bit of research and uh Reg, I got to tell you this I, I want to join If I could be a vampire in New Orleans I'm joining us So think better the union Yeah dude they take care of you So it this this organization was founded in 2005 It goes by the, obviously, New Orleans Vampire Association. So it goes by NOVA. NOVA for short. And, of course, my beard just blew up. Um, And it is an organization for people that self-identify as vampires. Yes.
2: See, I didn't even write anything down about NOVA because
1: I knew you'd be all over it. Oh, dude. This is awesome. This group is awesome. They are. So <coughs> they have some common rules. And listen, I didn't write them all down because this would be a freaking five-hour podcast. Yeah, so we could do an entire three so, episodes on NOVA as, alone. as I'm looking into this, I'm going, man, I should send a message to somebody and see if they're coming on the podcast. So No... It's basically... I think there's seven houses. But it says no member household judges the other individual or houses. Right? They're free to operate within the parameters... Independently within the laws of the organization. So... It says it's for those in the vampiric state as uh, that's your energy, right? right. I'm, I'm vampiric. Mm-hmm. They can't be judged whether it's a matter of biology, spirituality, 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 that's the word, racial identity, or like biography. Right. Okay. I was born a vampire. Hold on. I had to use the back of my work notebook. So I'm flipping backwards. So the quote off of the main page is, the world is now said to be, quote unquote, open to all means of ways of life. Right. So, let those who feel that life begins at night show the pride that they have not by seeking acceptance from the majority, but rather their own minority or household group. Okay? Now, that being said, these people are not walking around New Orleans and biting people's necks and sucking their blood. Right. Okay? Like, it's... It,
2: there they are actually... It's basically consensual where these people get together and bloodlet and then drink it, each other. It blood. depends what house you're in.
1: Well, that's fair. Okay. That, is, that is very fair. So, there's seven main houses. Right. And, of course, I fucking researched them all. You know, it
2: honestly the vibe I got not from like actual accounts of in the houses but from the bylaws of each house like it was basically I related it to different fraternities of the same university
1: it really is everybody's rules are a little bit different but they're all the same they're all similar explain
0: to me how this is not a BDSM thing
2: oh it definitely is it, it is very high in the BDSM community, uh, Reggie. It depends what house, Reg.
1: Again, that's okay. That's one hundred percent fair, sir. So, the first house is the House of Mystic Echoes. Right? It's open to everyone, and there's nothing mentioned about sucking people's blood. You just have to identify as a vampire, right? And I'm sure if any of these people listen to this episode, I apologize. Now I'm going to screw your names up. But the leader of the House of Mystic Echoes is Belfazar Ashanti. He goes by czar. Well,
2: that sounds like a chosen name because you know who... Malthazar is, don't oh, you? Yeah, I
1: do. Okay. So, but this house is holistic. Oh, all right. All right. So they live life to the fullest. They touch people around them and work towards harmony. So this group is really like about healing. Right. Um, they're the
2: qu- quote-unquote good vampires, I guess you could say. Yeah, that's fair.
1: The next one is the esoteric gateway order are those the bastards i don't know where you're going with that i'm not sure okay so but this group started their leader or the person in charge is jezebel de luna started in the 1990s it is invite only right so this is like The Secret Society. Like, you ever see that movie Skulls? Skulls. Yes, sir. They watch people and monitor them for a whole year before they're asked to join. When you're asked to join, you get full house status. Right. Okay, you have access to the house. no probationary period. Yeah. If they invite you... You're in. You're in. You help with the vampire ball... Which I want to find out why that is.
2: Actually, I believe uh, HBO a few years back ran a special on the Vampire
1: Ball. Yeah, on the uh, the real HBO real sex late night stuff. Yep. Not that I've ever watched it. No, we read reports. Yeah, we we googled it. Um, And then you have to help out with a charity wine tasting, right? But the whole goal of the gateway, the esoteric gateway order, the EGO, is to help women put a strong foot forward in and out of the vampire community.
2: Okay, so you know, th- there's ups and downs.
1: Yeah. The third house is the house of Racco Racco Sizzy. oh wait no something not I'm not. And again, I said that wrong. The leader is, the, is Mistopheles T. Broussard. Goes just by Mistopheles. And this group, they want to bring back the decadence enjoyed by the privileged few in other times while taking advantage of current life. Right. They, basically their main belief is that there's a path with three roads, right? Mm -hmm. And to be fully, what's the word? Fully enlightened, you have to know about the occult, about the vampire religion, and about survival. So, I would say this one, this is the one that I think is the most severe. I don't right. know if that's the right word. The strictest. Yeah. So, this group can trace their roots directly back to Hungary. Okay? You know who the most famous wreck of the sea key is? The Count St. Germain.
0: Oh, would you look at that?
1: Mm-hmm. So, this one may be legit, man. These guys may be real vampires. You know, um, with the Carter brothers, it,
2: it's, it's very possible that it was mental disorder that led them to believe. But again, with Saint Germain a lot of stuff is pointing towards legit.
1: Yeah. All right, then. You're good. So, basically, like, I don't know. Have you ever played Dungeons & Dragons? Mm -hmm. I know you have. So, like, you know, you're good, you're evil, you're chaotic, neutral, you're whatever it is, right? Chaotic evil campaigns are fun, but they suck because everybody tries to kill you because you're a bad guy. Right. So, their rule is... You act whatever your nature is. Right? So if you're a nice guy, you're a nice guy. If, if you're... Eh, I'm kind of go with the flow, you're kind of go with the flow guy. If you're like, fuck you, I'm looking out for myself, guy, that's what you are. And it's all acceptable.
2: And you say, they're all
1: welcomed and embraced. Yeah. The next one is the house of muses, right? When I hear the word muse... I think of Music that and I think of like inspiration right Right. I'm getting ready to write a book I'm freaking stumped I'm going to go hang out at the house of muses right their leader is Lorelai and it's a safe haven for artists and musicians right and their whole goal is to support creativity that springs through the trials of life That you can transform into beauty and power. Mm -hmm. Probably not the right house for me. But it is what it is. And then you get into some more, these last three houses, there's not a lot known. They do not publish any information. And I was afraid to dive too deep. You're fine. You don't, you're not getting, lady, you are not getting any more beef jerky. You heard the man lady. There's the House of Ethorium. And this was the last website I was able to get on without having to put in a coat. Okay. They're headed by Islador, founded in like 2012. They're tied to the House of the Last Haven. So that tells me this is, like, some serious shit. Right. Um, they're the formal man, manifestation of familial bonds forged and found among the members, right? It's where it's a haven and a home for thinkers, mages, and I can't read the last, my last word. Where are we at? Right there.
0: It, it's the one where if I were to join one, it would be the one I would join.
1: Yeah, I can't read I right can't either. it either. This is right about here is where people started knocking on my door. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so like, wonder who those two were. I don't, I don't see. know. I don't know. I'm trying to sneak in for family dinner. So. And in the other two, there's the House of Razor, which I could not access any of their information. Those
2: are the ones that, uh, the info I did, as like, you alluded to, there is not a lot of info. No. But the info that I was able to come across, they are very brutal. Well, I mean, they, are, they are Razor. Ritualistic. Yeah. And, you know, it'll... So, like, basically, if you fuck up and break one of their rules, like,
1: they're going to kill you in the yeah. basement. No one's going to know where you went. And the other one was the house, the house of Dreaming. This one sounds cute and away to me. It probably isn't, though, because they were asking for my member ID.
2: Well, you know, uh, that's probably actually... Um, Alluding to the act of lucid dreaming. Where you can have out of body experiences and see things that are actually happening in real life right. in your dream yep. and then come back to you. So,
1: anyways, if you're tied to any of the Which is very tasks, exhausting to try. Yeah. Very exhausting. I have a hard time getting up for work, man.
0: So I do it regularly. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but when you first started, Reggie, wasn't it exhausting as
1: hell?
0: Yeah, it...
1: Exactly,
2: see?
0: Yeah, it's a whole process.
1: So, but anyways, if you're tied to any of those seven houses, hit us up, man. We are more than willing to have you come on and talk about your house. Things that you
2: were um, allowed to talk about according to your charter rules. Right, without
1: turning us into a vampire.
2: Or bring in danger upon yourself from your house or other houses. Mm. That's fair. Because we don't want that. I mean, we don't want anybody hurt. Us or anybody else. You know, that That's
1: just... That, that's not our... That's not, cool. not, I mean, not how we roll. But it does remind me of a meme. A meme. A meme. A meme, a meme that I saw that said, If you're a vampire and you've been alive for 300 years, and you're still broke,
0: <laughs>
1: just stab yourself now with a wooden
2: stake. Or, you know, what if you're a time traveler who's broke? Same deal. Yeah, how are you going to be a time traveler who's broke? Yeah, that right. doesn't make sense.
1: Right. Just bet on the Cubs and win the World Series one time. You'd be good. What was so, it, like
2: 50,000 to one?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, that's kind of where we are. That was our version of the vampires in New
2: Orleans. Of New Orleans, which um, out of these seven houses, there are a confirmed 50 members living in New Orleans. Yeah. But that's only out of the first couple of houses yes. who actually provide yes. information.
1: yes and most of them are from uh, the House of the Muses. Mm-hmm. There's a, they provide basic information on seven and three of those pages are under construction so um, that's kind of all I got for the vampires in New Orleans I don't remember what we're talking about next week um I feel like I feel like we're getting awfully close to the dude that cow caught Howard's turn.
2: Um let me uh let me look at the old schedule here. That is buried in my pictures.
1: Hmm. Hold on. Clay? That's the man. That's the guy. I'm, I'm this, so what, excited. What,
2: what, what's that say? Me or? Sterling Slayer? I should write it. What is it? The very bottom one.
1: The storyline. Oh, storyline. There it is. So next week we're talking about Clay, the storyline Slayer. This guy... Called Howard Stern, and I, I actually remember listening to this. Which Chelsea herself is a
2: huge Howard Stern fan. Mm-hmm. So actually, I want to know, like, you know, um, next week when we're talking about this guy, if you've ever actually heard him on the show. I have. You have
1: all right. See, and I'm I'm gonna uh, we're gonna suck it up and assume that no one's gonna sue us because our podcast is fucking tiny. Uh, yeah, and no one's going to hear it, but I want to play the clip next week of this guy calling in, right? And when you hear this, it's initially like he calls in. And you and think this guy's Howard a joker. Starts, and well, even Howard does. Right. He was like, here's a fucking wacko. And this guy starts talking. And then all of a sudden, they're like, wait a minute. Real quick, it becomes apparent this dude is a real deal. When he called in to Howard Stern, he had 12 k- kills. He admitted to 12. When they finally caught him, he was at 24. So I can't wait for next week. But that's really all I got. Besides, I want to remind everybody, September 10th, our main man, Psycho Stick... Down in Pittsburgh. Or in the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's really Millville. Mr. Smalls or Biggie Smalls or.
2: Mr. Smalls. Biggie Smalls was a legendary rapper of the 90s. Fair enough.
1: Mr. Smalls might be legendary too.
2: Oh, in the Berg area. He is.
1: Um, 15 bucks pre order. 18 at the door. And I would not wait to get tickets at the door. Because there's. There's there's no guarantee you're getting no. one. Listen, every concert that i go I follow these fellas, and every concert is selling out. So, get your tickets, people. We're going to be there with our Mike Has a Drink t-shirts. We're going to be handing out our Mike Has a Drink podcast stickers. And... We cannot
2: promise or guarantee anything, but we are going to try to get at least a few words
1: from. But for that to happen, Tom and Mike need to get over their fanboy status and actually send these fellows a message and request.
2: You know, in all fairness, Tom was not the one in contact with them who
1: heard from them. Mike was. No, but Mike's feeling a little intimidated. doesn't happen often. Um, so Do I
0: need to send the email?
1: You're, not, been, I mean?
0: you're
1: not even going to be there, Reg. You're going to Penn State Open today to watch them beat up on um, some D3 school. Yeah, Moorhead State.
0: <laughs> Listen, the amount of times that I have had to request press kits and interview people Like, I probably have a form email somewhere. You know what?
1: That reminds me. If anybody's getting married anytime soon... Mike is a doctor of divinity. I have my doctorate of divinity. So, Mike has a drink, is willing to come to your location. We're going to do a podcast. We'll get you married. Nice and professional. I even have the cute little outfit with the collar. And Tom will be your flower boy, your beer boy. Yeah, and Tom will come down and Google the crazy little beer boy dances. He will do it. He'll throw flowers, he'll throw beers, he'll throw and shots of fireball. And
2: actual fireballs. Wow. Well, as long as, you know.
1: As long as it's not inside. waivers are all signed. Yeah, you, you got to be outdoors for that. Um... But part of part of having my Doctor of Divinity Reg I have a press pass. Oh yeah. I didn't what? hate that one yet, Tom. Mm-hmm. I have a press pass. That's news three. So I can go to sporting events and go up in the press box.
2: I I I I can't. You, I can stand outside the to box and be like, I know somebody in there. Well, no. I'll pretend I'm blind. Oh, there we go. And you take me up. I'll be your emotional support animal. Yes.
1: Yeah. My emotionally support bearded dragon. <laughs> so.
2: Uh, Which, speaking of beards, Chelsea found out today that, uh, well, Chelsea and Tom found out today that Tom looks pretty decent with a braided beard. Yep.
1: And uh, speaking of beards, Mike looked in the mirror today and discovered he still can't grow one. But I'm still waiting on my Cobra blood from Worst.com. Because they guaranteed
2: Guaranteed.
1: It's guaranteed. gonna be chest and back hair
2: instead of head hair, but
1: I don't want it on my head. I just want a beard, man. I don't know. Maybe I'll get like plugs.
2: You, or you could shave it, right, and then yeah, glue it.
1: That's a good idea. I'm going to shave Tom's head, <laughs> glue his hair whoa, 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 on my beard. You can't shave I mean, my head hallo- because will kill you.
0: Halloween is coming up, so I'm sure you could find an Abraham Lincoln beard to just, you know, glue on some sideburns. Hey, Reggie,
2: I'm going to be a priest for Halloween.
0: Okay. Chelsea's
2: so gonna be a nun. She's gonna be Mother Superior nun. Reg,
1: Reg, what are you gonna be for Halloween?
0: Oh, um, I'm I'm pretty sure me and the littles are going as Ghostbusters.
1: Oh, that's cool. We did, I did that. Don't one. cross
0: your streams.
1: Yeah. Listen And home- don't think of the uh, Marshmallow Man. Yeah, don't, cause he'll come out. Homecoming one year we were the Ghostbusters for my fraternity. Who were you? I don't know. I had one of the. All right, look. We weren't fancy. <laughs> Four of us had asbestos suits on. That was our Ghostbuster outfit. <laughs> I can dig it. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Um, I mean, obviously, whatever Ghostbuster was cool. Hey, you know what, man? I've actually
2: uh, been in the Hog, National Motor, you know, National Magazine, which is a Harley owners group. National Magazine, because I went to a Halloween party at a, Harley, at a Harley dealership. That's when I had my wizard beard. Okay? And I was dressed up as a mother superior, double fisted drinking. So I was front cover of the Hog magazine for November, like this. And and I still took
1: second place in the the costume contest. Dang, man, that's messed up. That's almost as bad as when I was Mr. January in the pin-up magazine and no one bought it. You're lost, ladies. Boom. I thought that vibes were cool. So, with that being said, you're getting married. Mike has a drink. We'll take care of you. We're going to waive our fee as long as you keep uh, the alcohol flowing. Right. As long
2: as it's open bar, we have no fee. Yeah,
1: no fee. Now, if, if there's a fee at the bar, then it's going to be 500 bucks. To cover, to cover our bar spending. Um, but that's all I got, man. Hey, man, just be nice to each other.
2: That's all we're asking. Hold yeah. the door for somebody. See? Just say something nice
1: to someone. Yeah, smile and a wave. Tell someone, your hair looks pretty. Right? Hey, did you do something different with your hair today? Hey, Mike. Your goatee looks great, man. Thank you. (laughs) It's um, my Viking beard oil. That I've been putting in it. And listen, so Tom doesn't have to go on a 27-minute rant. Nope, uh, I don't talk about that anymore. Mm-hmm. Put your carts away. Put your fucking grocery carts back in the bins. If you're at Aldi's, like, we get it. You're bougie, you're rich, you don't need that fucking quarter. But still push it up in there.
2: I do push it up in there, and I do leave my quarters in there. Not because I'm rich or bougie, but because I've been there and been like, oh, crap, I don't have a quarter. Mm-hmm. And the kindness of strangers have helped me out. So i like to return the kindness. Hand forward.
1: Hand right. forward, brother. Yes, sir. So have a great week. We love you. Next week is uh, the storyline killer. The storyline killer. I can't remember his name. Did they awful that joke? Yes, we, we did. did. No, they were not awful. They were fantastic this week. Oh, good. Um, you already heard the fireman joke. I already yeah. told you that one. Any final thoughts, Reg, on vampires? They exist? Did they not
0: exist? Uh, I don't think they existed.
1: Okay. okay. Well, here's another theory, Reg.
2: Is that. The quote unquote vampires of Earth were actually extraterrestrial
1: visitors. You trying to fucking tie Doctor Who into this? What
0: Don't is this, like? They tied
1: themselves into this. They,
2: a lo- surprisingly, a lot of the things on Doctor Who have historical basis. Um, like the episode with the black spot. Yeah, that's the pirates. They did that because that is actually one of the international signs for domestic abuse.
1: Okay. Help, I'm in trouble, I'm being abused. All right, so uh, the last episode I just watched was The Lizard Guy. Well, How's how's that time? uh, Because there
2: are a large group of people on the Earth that believe that there are lizard men living in the core of the Earth and who run our government. I am not one of them, but there is a... Rather large population of people who do.
1: I'm going to write that one up as a show. Are
0: they the same people as flat earthers? Uh,
2: no, there's more of them than flat earthers, actually.
0: That's terrifying.
2: Hey, no, he, Reggie, here's my logic. The earth is 70% water, right? Is it carbonated?
1: Uh, it yeah. is. It's coming out of the tap that Mike has a drink. So, therefore, it's flat water. Equals?
2: Wrong! Flat if it's carbonated,
1: <laughs> it's not flat.
2: Are the oceans carbonated? No. I don't know. I don't drink ocean water. Well, you just ain't living then. Where's that fucking dog? Right In here.
1: here. <laughs> um, all right here. Um. Alright, look, people. That's all we got. Like, you for joining. First-time listener, you got a full experience of the shit show. What the worst podcast ever? The beginning of the episode
2: was quite the shit show. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Tune in next week. We'll try to do better. Every week is a new week, and we approach it with the same goals. Besides that, Reg. We'll see you next Tuesday.
0: Yes!